Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likud Eloches. We're continuing in Yoradea Chelgalif, Hilchas Yai Nesach Halachadalid, Paragraph Chof. We dedicate the learning today, Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yisroel Abba, Rabbi Huda, whose yard site is on the twenty-second of Av, the father of Rabbi Rosenfeld Zechariah of Rachel one of the founders of Breslov in the United States, and Lili Nishmas Moshe ben Menachim. Also, we dedicated Lili Nishmas Iser Zev ben Eliezer Lippa, whose yard site is on the 23rd of Av. And Lili Nishmas Tovia Brav Yisrael Yitzchok, Yerachmiel Daniel ben Gedalia, and Rosa Bas Itamar, and for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Ruth, Alexandra, Esther, Chaya, Bas, Luna, Patrisa, Chaviva, Hannah, Basgalia, Idis, Bas, Miriam, Brindel, Yusbehendel, Bas, Gitalea, Sororachal, Bas, Yusbehendel, Aviyelana, Bas, Yusbehendel, Chavaliba, Bas, Miriam, Tvera, Soraleya, Bas, Chavaliba, Shimon, Zvulun, Ben, Soraleya, Eitan, Yoel, Ben, Etna, we're continuing paragraph And everything we described in the previous paragraph, a person can only be zechetu through the power of the true tzaddikim, Shehem Bechinas Moshe Moshiach, who are like Moshe Rabbeinu, who is also referred to as Moshiach in the Zohar HaKadosh, Shal Yodom Onomeskaimim, and it's through these great tzaddikim that we exist and we survive, Ba'oitzen Merirus Hagolus HaOroch in the thickness, thick bitterness of this long exile that we are experiencing today. Because the, this, the long physical exile that we are living through, we comes from the spiritual exile. Because of the fact that Rabbi Nezal tells us in chapter 36 in Likud Imran, which this halach is based on, that every single Jew must experience spiritual exile in order to go through a purification by being tested. By being tested in the evil desires and character traits of the 70 nations. And the main test is regarding the all-encompassing desire for the wrong types of relationships with between men and women. And because of the fact that, unfortunately, due to our many sins, majority of people do not succeed in passing this test properly, 
because they do not cry out to Hashem the way they really have to, like Rabbi Nezal explains over there, screaming the 70 screams that a person has to scream. That's what leads to this physical exile that we're going through being so difficult. And the main solution to all of this is through the true tzaddikim who succeeded in withstanding this test to the highest degree of perfection where a person cannot achieve a higher degree of perfection than these tzaddikim. To the point where these tzaddikim have succeeded in achieving all 70 faces of the Torah, all 70 branches and interpretations of the Torah to the highest degree. And these tzaddikim who are found in each and every generation, they draw into the generation the light of Moshiach. And Rabbi Nusenzal says, this is the real, true service of the great, great tzaddikim to draw the light of Moshiach into the world through the new revelations of Torah that they reveal. Because the Zohar HaKadosh tells us that the divine spirit of Moshiach rests upon the faces of the Torah. As it says in the beginning of the Torah, The divine spirit of Hashem hovers over the waters. And the Zohar HaKadosh says, what divine spirit is this? Ruchay Shal Moshiach. What waters? The waters of the Torah. As Rabbi Nezal speaks about this in chapter 118 in the first part of Likud Imran, and in chapter 32 in the second part of Likud Imran. Because the real perfect correction of everything we've spoken about recently in this halacha will only come about through Moshiach, who we hope will come very, very soon in our time. That's when all questions will be resolved. And all of our doubts will be clarified. And then every single Jew will be to format the unformatted light of Hashem only in blessing and goodness. And this is why the Navi tells us about the future, about the coming of Moshiach, that when Moshiach comes, then Hashem will give us all one heart and one path to really respect Hashem. 
the Jewish people will no longer wander around or be mistaken in all kinds of perplexing paths, all kinds of unresolved questions. And so too, even now, while we're experiencing the bitterness of exile, our whole source of spiritual life and our whole existence is dependent on the great Sadikim, Shemeir and Lanu, his Noitzitzus Oiroishal Moshiach, Alidei Chidushei Terosim Hamitius, who shine upon us a sparking of the light of Moshiach through the new revelation, the true revelations of Torah that these Sadikim reveal. And through this, we are zechet to the light of truth. To be zechet to get to know the true paths of sincerity, which our forefathers went on. Asher Zenemar, about which Dovah Amel says in the beginning of Tehillim, Ashrei Tamimei Derech. How fortunate are those people who follow the path of sincerity and simplicity who, who go in the Torah of Hashem. I'm sorry, this is the beginning of chapter 119 in Tehillim. Paragraph Chafalif. And now Rav is going to give us a whole new insight in a Mishnah, which is mentioned in the Haggadah on Pesach, that we recite on the night of Pesach. Rabbi Ben Azariah was 18 years old, and a miracle occurred overnight that his beard turned white in order for him to be able to take on the position of being the new chief rabbi of Claudius Royal after Rabbi Gamliel was dethroned. And he said, I, I appear like a person of 70 years old. However, I was not to get the, the rabbis to agree with me that the Jewish people should recite the miracle of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim at night until the great Sadiq ben Zayma came along, and he was able to bring a pasuk to show that this is what needs to be done. The Jewish people need to speak about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, not only during the day, but also by night. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim zebechinas sheyoitzen mi golosanal shel Because when we speak about going out of Egypt, that refers to a Jew getting out of the, the filth and the darkness and the Taivas Royce and Midas Royce of the 70 nations, Sheikoron Taivanal, of which the main one is the Taivas Nilf, the Taivas Noshim, the desire for sinful relations between men and women, Shehi Bechinas Zuamas Mitzrayim, which is referred to as the Tuma of Mitzrayim, Shehi Ervas Oretz, which is also referred to as the Erva of the land. Mitzrayim is referred to as the cesspool of znus, of illicit relations. Because 
because the Arizal and the Zohar Kodesh explain that the reason why Klal Yisrael had to go down to Mitzrayim was because of the Pegama Bris of Odom Arishon during the 130 years that he decided to abstain and distance himself from his wife, Chava. And this explains why all of the exiles are given a nickname, Golos Mitzrayim. Because all of the exiles that Klal Yisrael experience revolve around this issue, Pegama Bris. The Israel and the Jewish nation, the Goitel Koichoshamoisha, through the great power of Moshe Rabbeinu, Zahu Lotzeis Migolus Shotaivanal, were Zacha to get out of the Golus Mitzrayim, to get out of the Golus of this Taiva, to the point where we were Zacha to receive the 70 lights of the Torah. This is the concept of the Jewish people receiving the Torah on Har Sinai after we got out of Egypt. However, despite the fact that Klal Yisrael was Zoycha to all of this, Zoycha to be 70 light, Zoycha to receive the Torah on Har Sinai, the Yitzhahara still dug at us to get us to stumble, to make mistakes. To the point where the Yitzhahara succeeded in getting us to stumble, to make terrible mistakes through the Erevrav, whose vessels were very damaged, the Erevrav, through all of their bad things. So that by them, the light of the Torah, which they received on Har Sinai, ended up being formatted in a negative way. To the point where they caused the other Jews to stumble, to make mistakes. To the point where they led us to actually worship an idol. To the point where we made this golden calf. Because we twisted and turned over the truth. To the point where they tried to, they convinced Klal Yisrael that this is how Hashem wants us to serve him. Through an intermediary, through these idols, through the golden calf. Because Rav Nosenthal says, basically, this is the path, this is the ideology of all the different idol worshippers, that they believe in Hashem, but they believe in the son and the daughter and the, the Holy Ghost. As, the, as our rabbis tell us in the Gemara, the Elikaya. They refer to Hashem as the Hashem over the other Hashems, meaning they believe in multiple and they believe in intermediaries, not like like Klal Yisrael. Okay, now in the next paragraph, Rav Nosenzal really elaborates. 
And based on what we've been learning in this halacha about this unformatted light that comes down from Shemayim, and the light only gets formatted when it reaches us, depending on our vessel. If our vessel is a good vessel, if our vessel is bishlemus, then the light gets formatted in a positive way. And if our, our vessel is damaged through taivas roys and midois roys, then the light gets formatted in a negative way. This is why the Torah tells us regarding the, the golden cave, that Aaron Aquin formed it using a particular type of, of keli that he used to format the gold. Rav Nosenzal says, look at this, Vayotzar Daiko, look at the word that the Torah uses, specifically Vayotzar Loshen Tziur, which is the whole term that we've been using here throughout this halacha based on chapter 36 on the Kutimran, this concept of formatting, Shetziru Ho'or Lehefech, that the Erev Rav and Klal Yisrael at that time formatted the light the opposite of the way it really needs to be formatted. And all of this came about because the Jews reverted back to the way they were in Egypt. And they, they stumbled, they messed up in the area of this taiva, taivas niuf, taivas notion. As the Gemara points out, and Rashi quotes this, the reason why the Jews got involved in that idol worship with the golden calf, that wasn't really the goal. The goal was that this should lead to making sins between men and women permissible publicly. And sins of incest, people intermarrying with relatives that were not allowed to marry, and as a result of Klal Yisrael getting involved in this sin of the golden calf, this evolved into all the other exiles and all the suffering of Klal Yisrael. Because Hashem said that, that even when Hashem forgave us for that sin, Hashem said, I'm going to hold on to it. And whenever you commit any other sins, we're going to mix this together with it also and, and, and punish you for both, in a sense. And the main solution for this throughout all the generations is through the great tzaddikim who are to achieve shmira sabris on the highest level. They are the ones who draw some of that light of Moshiach into the world. And the Torah tells us that the real perfection of Tikkun will only come about through Moshiach. Because the main work of Tzadikim is 
to draw fulfillment of Torah into the world, to teach Klal Yisrael and each and every generation to teach us and to motivate us and to inspire us to fulfill the Torah. And this tikkun will only really be completed through Moshiach. That's when we'll see the fulfillment of the Pasuk, which says, Hashem says, I'm going to make things in such a way that you are going to follow the path of my, my mitzvahs. And I'll give all of Klai Yisrael one heart. And our whole life and existence now, today, is only through these true tzaddikim who draw the light of Moshiach into the world through their revelation, through their revealing their true Torah. And it's for this reason that we need to mention the, the, the Jews leaving Egypt every single day, so that we should draw upon ourselves the holiness of what got us out of Egypt even now, every single day. So that we should be now also to get out of the Egyptian exile, the Pegama Bris, and the to receive the Torah. What do we mean by receive the Torah? Meaning to get to a level of fulfilling the entire Torah. And this is why Rabbi Elizabeth said, I am like a person of 70 years of age. Rabbi Ben Azariah was telling us that he was to be like someone 70 years old, meaning he was through his great holiness to achieve all 70 lights of the Torah in his youth when he was 18 years old. And that's what allowed him to appear like a person who was 70 years old. Because as we learned earlier in previous Shurim, the concept of a person living 70 years is in order to achieve the 70 lights of the Torah. And Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah said, however, I was not to convince the rabbis in Kal Yisrael to speak about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim at night. Because the truth is, every Jew has to remember and draw upon ourselves that light of leaving Egypt by day and by night. Because when we refer to night here, we're referring to when we sleep and we achieve this beetle to the infinite light of Hashem. We let go completely in a sense. 
And our neshama goes up to heaven to, to connect to that infinite light of Hashem. Because the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that when a person goes to sleep at night, that's when all the souls have to rise up to Hashem in the form of female waters. Mon is Mayan Nukvin, female waters, which the Sifrei Kabbalah explain are the preparation for the union between Hashem and Klal Yisrael, between Hashem and the Shekhinah, between Kaviochel, male and female, that before a union can take place between male and female, there has to be this Mayan Nukvin, these female waters. This is the terminology that's used in the Sifrei Kabbalah. In order that we should be zochet to draw upon ourselves the divine light from above. Aval, however, when this heavenly light comes down, the main time when it gets formatted in a positive way is by day. As the Pesach says, when the light of the morning starts coming up, the sun shines. And it's in the morning, when we're reciting Psuke de Zimra, when we're reciting the Brochis of Kriyashma, we make the Brocha And now Rav Nusanzal explains based on the Sifrei Kabbalah. Kihor, we say, Yoitzer Oyer, Uvoyre Choyshech. Kiho Oyer, Bebechinas Yitzira. The term Oyer here is related, is related to the Oilam Hayitzira, which is the world of the angels. Sheshom Mitztayer Ho'er Letoiv. It's in the Oilam Hayitzira that the light of Hashem is formatted in a positive way. V'hachoyshech, and the term choyshech that's being used in this bracha, b'bechinas bria, is associated with the oilam habria, which is above yitzira, shegavoya yoysa, which is a still higher level. One, one minute. How can the lower level be referred to as light and the higher level will be referred to as darkness. The Zohar Kodesh explains, <clears throat> Because on that higher level, in the Oilam Habria, the world of the throne of Hashem, which is way above the Oilam Hayetzira, there, that unformatted light, compared to the light of Yitzira, which is already formatted, that light is referred to as darkness, compared to the formatted light, which is below it. Bebechinas, as the Pasuk says, Yoshes Choshech Sisroi. Hashem places his hiddenness in darkness, so that the, the darkness refers to the hidden light of Hashem, which is a higher level light than the revealed light. Because 
because before the light becomes formatted, we have no understanding of it. We can't relate to it. And therefore, it's referred to as darkness, even though it's a very, very high level of light. Because of the great depth, because of how deep this higher level light is. And it's from this very high level light, which is referred to as darkness, because we can't relate to it, because we don't see it as light. It's like a person staring at the sun for a, for a, for a period of time, and suddenly all they see is black. And it's from there that the darkness of light, I'm sorry, the darkness of night emanates. Because it's from there that the light begins to come down, the Adayan Loinitstayer. However, it has not yet been formatted in, into a light that we can see and relate to. And therefore, it's referred to as darkness. Rav Nosenzal says, take a look at those places in Likut HaLochas, earlier in Orachayim, where we discussed this. V'yalkein, Iker, Kriyashma, Utfila, V'talas Utfilin, V'roiv HaMitzvahis, Hemrak B'yoyim. And this will explain why we only put on a talas and tefillin. And we daven the major tefillah of Shachris, which is much bigger than Minchemayru, we daven them, we do that all specifically by day. Because the main time of formatting the light of Hashem is only by day. However, during the night also, we have to recite the Shema and, and do a Shmon Esrei. And especially during that additional Kriyashma, that special Kriyashma that we say right before going to sleep. <clears throat> Why? In order to prep ourselves, in order to prepare proper vessels, so that we'll start formatting the light into a blessing as soon as that light starts coming down, meaning in the, in the beginning of the day. And this is the true secret behind our intentions when we recite Kriyashma Lamita, Kimuvon Lamaskilan, as is clear to those who really understand the explanation in the Zohar Kodesh and the Kisvi Arizal about what Kriyashma Shalamita is all about. And that's the reason why we also have to make sure to mention leaving Egypt during the nights. The purpose of mentioning Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is to help us format the light 
this unformatted light of Hashem into bracha, by mentioning and drawing upon ourselves the holiness of leaving Egypt. That's when we were to receive the Torah on Har Sinai, and to format the light in a positive way, to, to blessing. And this concept of formatting the light, Lebracha, takes place mainly by day. She'oz Iker Tziur Hoyer. That's the main time when the light is being formatted. Avol Be'emes, Tzrichin Gam Balaylo Lahaskar Yitzis Mitzrayim. However, the truth is that we need to mention Yitzis Mitzrayim also during the night. Ki Gam Betoykev HaChoyshe Pebechinas Laylo because even during the thick darkness of night, we need to make every effort to draw upon ourselves the holiness of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Should be prepared to format the light properly when that light comes down, especially by day, in the beginning of the day, and be formatted into bracha. The other rabba, because just the opposite of what you what you would think, you would think that at night we don't have to do any formatting of the light. Just the opposite. Oz iker hanisayin. During the night time is when we have our main test. As Dovra Melch says, You tested my heart by establishing the nighttime. Because nighttime represents the darkness of exile. Which means, that period before we were to draw upon ourselves the light of receiving the Torah. Before we receive the light of the Torah, that's a time of darkness, thick darkness. Exile. And it's in this darkness, while we're going through this exile, that's the main time when we're being tested. And therefore, it's then that we really have to mention, remind ourselves about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. By reminding ourselves that just like Hashem performed miracles for us when we left Egypt and during the Golas of Egypt, and Hashem took us out of there, took us out of the Tuma of Pigama Bris in Egypt, took us out to freedom, to the holiness of receiving the Torah. So too, we pray that Hashem should perform miracles for us now also, like He did in the past. <coughs> As the Pesach says, 
just like during those days when you left the land of Egypt, our enemy flows, I will show you wondrous miracles. <clears throat> Avol, however, unfortunately, Hagolus misarech moed. This golus that we're going through these days is going on for a very long time. Because the Sahara has expanded himself to the full length and breadth against each and every one of us. And this is why Rabbi Elizabeth Azariah made this statement that I am like 70 years old. I already was in my youthfulness to achieve all 70 faces and lights of the Torah. As we mentioned before, and despite that, I was not to establish that Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim should be mentioned at night. Because Rabbi Elizabeth Azariah was expressing this in the form of a complaint, in a sense, and yearning. Saying, look how difficult it is to bring this thought into the world, to get Yidden to think this way. Meaning, to remind ourselves about Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim during the night. Meaning, to shine into the hearts of every single Jew, to remember the concept of leaving Egypt while we're going through this, the thick darkness of night of this long exile that we're going through. Meaning, we should remember the great power of the tzaddikim, who are like Moshe Rabbeinu, who succeeded in getting us out of the impurity of Mitzrayim. And the Torah tells us that there is no such thing as a completely orphaned generation without any tzaddikim. And therefore, most definitely, there are great tzaddikim, even in our time, who are like Moshe Rabbeinu, in each and every generation. Like the Gemara points out, <clears throat> there is no generation where they don't have someone like Moshe Rabbeinu. I'm not equal to Moshe Rabbeinu necessarily, but like Moshe Rabbeinu. <speaking in Hebrew> because the Zohar HaKadosh says that Moshe Rabbeinu spreads himself in each and every generation. <speaking in Hebrew> And therefore, most definitely, these tzaddikim have the ability to take each and every one of us out of this exile of the 70 nations, out of this pegama bris. 
That's the concept of getting out of Egypt. However, Rabbi Elozo ben Azariah, in his great modesty, said, Although I was zeichet to achieve all shivim ponim of the Torah, shein bechinas shivim shana, which are symbolized by seventy years, adayin loizocholozeh, I still was not zeichet to this. Laham shech bechinas hazkoras hamshoch hasitzias mitzrayim, to draw into Klal Yisrael the remembrance and the drawing upon ourselves of that light of leaving Egypt, baleilos during the darkness, during the nights, Ad Shador Ben Zoyma, until the great Sadik Ben Zoyma came along, Ki Choshaves Ben Zoyma Godlomimeno, because Rabbi Eloza Ben Azariah considered Ben Zoyma a much higher level Sadik than himself. Shehu Zoha Bid Roshay Savadoshim Laham whereby Ben Zoyma was through his clarification of the Torah, to draw this tikkun, to draw this tikkun of the light during the nighttime, during the darkness even. Avol, however, hachachonim, the other rabbis, chilkim gamal ben zoyma, they even disagreed with, they also disagreed with ben zoyma. Ki klal hachachonim hakdoshim heim gdoilim gami ben zoyma, because the gathering and the composite of all the other rabbis is even greater than Ben Zoyma. The Hemoimrim, their combined light in a sense. The Hemoimrim, and they say, even though Ben Zoyma came along and he said that when the Pasuk says throughout all of your days, it includes the night also. It's still very difficult for Klal Yisrael to draw upon ourselves this light of Yitzias Mitzrayim during the nights, which means during this long, dark exile that we're going through, that's referred to as night. Because the only way we can draw this light during Golas is by drawing a light, a sparkling of the light of Mashiach, which the great, great Sadiqim draw into Klal Yisrael through their revelations of Torah. Vizehu, and that's why the, the, the Mishnah continues of there. And the other rabbis say, When the Pasuk uses the word, the days of your lives, it's referring to this world. And when the Pasuk adds that word, all the days of your life, that's coming to include the days of when Mashiach comes. The real success of the tikkun that we're speaking about throughout this halacha will only be completed when Mashiach comes. Then we will see the real fulfillment of the pasuk, 
Just like the days of when you left Egypt, I'm going to show you wonders. <clears throat> the word Niflois, the Sifrei Kabbalah tells us, is Nun Plois, 50 wonders, referring to that light of Bina or, and Keser, which is referred to as the Shar HaChamishim, the 50th gate. The number Nun is 50, and the word Plois, Pele, is always Keser, which is called wondrous. And therefore, also now, now too, it's impossible for the tzaddikim to draw upon ourselves whatever tikkun they're drawing upon us now, other than those tzaddikim who draw Moshiach's holy light into the world through their svarim, through their, the, the Torah that they reveal, the new revelations of Torah. Any questions, please? Good morning, Rav Nossin. Um, two, two, two clarifications. We'll start with this last piece first. Benzoma, Benzoma was was revealed a revelation that 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 um, wasn't been was not able to be revealed through Rebeliosa ben Azaria. That the is this true that the the light he it is able to be drawn into the darkness of Gallus of this world. That that's that's is that step one and then step two the Chachamim are saying that we cannot do until. The end of days when Mashiach comes. So, is is that the structure of what's happening? Let me. It's almost what you're saying is almost what I'm saying. What 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 Rav Nosson is explaining is not that Rabbi Elazar Azariah couldn't. That Rabbi Elazar Azariah, in his humility, was saying that he can't do it. He that even on, on one hand he was admitting that he achieved the Shivim Ponim Shal Torah. He said, that I am on the Madrega of having achieved the 70 Ponim of, 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 of Torah, but I can't, I'm not great enough to be able to be Mamshech, those 70 Ponim of Torah, to Klal Yisrael during the nighttime. He was saying that from a point of humility. Rav Nelson Zalera that because he considered Ben Zoyma much greater than himself. And he said it was only when Ben Zoyma came along that he was able to do this. That's what Rabbi Elisa Ben Azari is saying. And then Rabbi Nassim adds, but the Chachamim add, that even, even what Rabbi Elisa Ben Azari did, and even what Ben Zoyma did, the real revelation, the real tikkun that we're describing here, the real revelation of, is only going to be completed when Moshiach comes, or will only be accomplished by those tzaddikim in each and every generation by drawing some of that light of Moshiach into their generation through the Torah that they're revealing. So Rav Nossin, is this, is, is it a machlokus or is, is it, are they being cholikon or are they just explaining the dynamic? Explaining the dynamics. This is, 
This is what the Sifrei Hasidus and the Sifrei Kabbalah show us many, many times, that what appears like a machloikis in the Gemara is not really a machloikis. They're explaining the dynamics, you know, definitely. That was a very good way of wording it. Thank you, Rav Nossel. If I can ask another question about Kreshma Lamita, that if a person, I understood that at Tikkun Chatzois, according to Rabbeinu Zalva, there's already the hamtaka begins. Before, before, before that, it's still the gvuras, the dinimar in ascendance. That being the case, if a person goes to bed before chatzois, nine o'clock, ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, <coughs> says Krishma Amita, and this is to draw down the beginnings of the light, but yet we're still not in that that frame. The framework is is gvura. It's only after the hamtaka from chatzois that that can begin to occur. Am, am I misunderstanding something here? No, what, what you're saying is correct. And this goes back to something that we always stress. Everything is relative. Everything is relative. So that when we hear of Nelson giving us the explanation of Kriya Shmalamita, it sounds like, hey, we're, 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 we're almost done. Or what, and what you're saying is, but what are you talking about? Chatzos is when the action is really beginning, you know. The answer is, it, it, it's only when you get to see the full, full picture, only after you study the entire Shara Kavanah, so the entire Prietzchayim, how the Arizal, the Sifrei Kabbalah, go through showing us what the contribution is of each piece, what Kriya Shmalamita accomplishes, and what's still not really completed until we get to Tikkun Chatzois, and it's still not completed. Tikkun Chatzois is only a preparation for what we're going to be doing during Shachris. And then in Shachris, we reach a peak, a super peak when we get to Shmon Esrei. And however, it's not really completed until we go back down after Shmon Esrei into Tachmon and then come back up. There's a lot of, lot of pieces to the puzzle. And sometimes when a Sefer is discussing one of the pieces, you could get the impression that, wow, this is the, this is the Shlema. So this is the completion, or this is where it's really beginning. And then you read a little more and you see, no, 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 that's beginning part A, but there's a beginning part B, et cetera, et cetera. Thank you, Ravnos. Sure. Question in the chat, can we elaborate a bit more on the explaining of this concept of drawing the tikkun of the keli for the light at night? The answer is, Rav Nosanzal is telling us, based on Sifre Kabbalah and based on Rav teachings, that even though night is darkness, and even though in some places we get the impression that the first half of the night is klipa, it's darkness, we're not... It's a time to go to sleep. And the action will first begin at Chatzois. But Rav Nelson Zal is showing us that there is some action that has to start even when a person is going to sleep. That through the Kriya Shmalamita, and even during that first part of the night, we're doing some prepping. Prepping. We're preparing, we're making the beginnings of preparing the kalim, the vessels, in order to be able to receive the light of Hashem, which is what we're really trying to accomplish all the time. We're trying to bring Hashem's divine light, the emes, the Torah, 
down to down to the world, down to earth. I hope that clarifies a little bit. Let's just give a slight preview of the next paragraphs so that we know what we're looking forward to. Paragraph Chafbeis, Ki Iker Klau Kol Hagolias, Befrat Hagolas Achrazer, Iker Hagolas Hubebchinanal. Because what all the different exiles are really all about, especially this exile that we're going through now, is all about what we mentioned before. It's really all about the Taivas Royce and Midas Royce of all the 70 nations battling us, attacking us. Of which the main Taiva is this Taiva for illicit, illegal relations between men and women. And as a result of us not rising to the occasion and passing the test and succeeding in overcoming all of the Tavis Royce and Midas Royce of all of these 70 nations, this manifests itself in us being physically in Golis being out of Eretz Yisrael, being in the lands of the nations, and being exiled there. And even in Eretz Yisrael, we're in exile. We're not, we're not in a place that the leadership is not following the Torah, is not bringing us close to Hashem. And now Rav Nosenzal is going to continue that just like we are in exile, Kaviochel Hashem and the Shechina are in exile. And again, he's going to give us incredible enlightenment in this next large paragraph, which will continue in Yitz Hashem on Sunday morning. In Yitz Hashem, <clears throat> Friday morning, I'm still going to be in transit, so Yitz Hashem will continue this year on Sunday morning, please. Wishing everybody a wonderful day, a wonderful Shabbos, and the Yeshua's and Rafuas of every type, Yitz Hashem. Looking forward to getting back to Eretz Yisroel on Friday morning, musician, this coming Friday morning. Thank you so, so much for Nelson. Safe travels. Amen. Sure. All the best.